Welcome to the Mooley Asset Management Podcast for December 8th, 2010. I'm Allison Cleary, and with me is Tom Mooley, president of Mooley Asset. So, Tom, what are we going to be looking at today? Well, the uh, format that we take with these podcasts is the um, column that we find here in central New Jersey from the Asbury Park Press. It's actually printed over the weekend. This one was printed on Sunday, December 5th. I think that's the date. This is a column that's written by John Dorfman, who is a syndicated columnist from Bloomberg News. He's also a money manager out of Boston. What we've noticed over the last two weeks is that this column is actually printed early the week before, and then the Asbury Park Press does not pick up the article until it runs in their Sunday paper. So for a lot of folks in central New Jersey uh, that read his column in the Asbury Park Press, these stocks that he talks about, they're in circulation for nearly a week before it shows up in your local paper. I have seen Dorfman's column printed occasionally in the USA Today, Uh, I know we can find it online at Bloomberg.com. And so you have to be a little careful about things you, recommendations you read in the paper. What was he talking about this week? Um, Well, this week Dorfman discussed uh, auto stocks. So the first one he talked about was Ford Motor. Okay. Uh, Now Ford, uh, a lot of people are on that patriotic slant where Ford didn't take any bailout money and the stock has done very well over the last year and a half, close to two years. The stock is right now on um, on a bullish catapult. It's at the top of its trading band now, bouncing around $16. So it's a little extended, but the stock, the chart still looks pretty good. I would, if a client called today and was looking to buy Ford, I would tell them just to wait for the stock to pull back a little bit before buying, but it still looks pretty good. Um, All right. Well, the next stock Dorfman talks about is General Motors. Okay. Now, General Motors just went public again after... Uh, coming out of bankruptcy, so there's not any chart patterns yet. It's just it's only been out for about two weeks. But I did write a column about General Motors uh, on the website maluli.net, uh, and uh, we will highlight that on the website as well. So you can definitely read up on what's happening with General Motors. I think in general, because all of that debt has been wiped off the books that we're going to see uh, General Motors earnings and cash flow, at least for the next couple of quarters, are going to be pretty good, uh, only because they don't have to pay interest anymore on all that ginormous amounts of debt. Okay. They had some pretty big numbers, I think, that they wiped off their their balance sheet um, through that bankruptcy. Something like $173 billion, I believe. Wow, the interest on that's got to be enough to really choke a company's cash flow off. Um, Well, what about Kia? Okay. Kia, uh, the Korean um, automaker, that stock trades in the -the over-the-counter market as an American depository receipt. It also trades in its uh, market in Korea. Pattern is the same. This year, uh, it had a very nice run-up through the summer. It uh, has been digesting here Uh, in a range and is just starting to break out of that range. We're seeing a nice big base breakout on Kia and the stock looks pretty good. And the last stock that Dorfman talks about this week is Magna International. 
Okay, Magna International, uh, and I believe they're based in Canada. The symbol is MGA, and this is an auto and auto parts company. And this stock, the chart pattern looks absolutely great. We haven't seen a sell signal in months. We've seen uh, one, two, three, four successive buy signals. Stock's getting a little pricey here. It's now trading around $51. So I would be a little, I, I wouldn't buy it at the market. I would think about buying it with some limit orders on a pullback, but the stock still looks great. You know, Allison, the, the thing that kind of surprised me with uh, Dorfman is this guy is a value manager and his whole premise is to buy companies at pennies on the dollar. I'm really kind of surprised that he would be buying stocks like this that are really, they've had a big run and they're pretty extended on their charts as well. What is this guy doing? I'm not sure. It's a good thing um, we're doing these podcasts, I suppose, to yeah. better inform people. It, it does give you a different picture because as people are starting to realize, hey, you know, we may see a recovery in 2011 and certainly auto and auto parts companies should do well, the stocks tend to move in advance of that. And when we look at the sector as a whole, not just at the individual companies, the Automobile index went to a positive trend actually in August of 2009. This is a year and a half ago uh, where it went to a positive trend. Bottomed out at the end of 2008, first quarter of 2009, went all the way up to a positive trend in August of 2009, and it's been moving up ever since. In March of this year, the auto industry as a group gave a pretty significant buy signal, and f since that buy signal, uh, the, the whole sector, the auto sector, is up 40% in just this calendar year. So I'm really a little stunned and scratching my head why a value guy would be talking about auto stocks and auto parts makers at this stage of the game. He's a little, a little late to the party. But uh, I think that's pretty much it, right? I think that will do it, yes. Okay, there was one other one that, that I think Dorfman had mentioned. Um, uh, he briefly mentions Dorman products, but he does give, give the disclaimer that he owns stocks in it. Um, okay. And what he says about it is that he would not recommend it at this time. Yeah, probably because it's made such a huge move. In July, this stock was $20. It's now trading at, at around $45 today. Dorman Products, another auto parts company, D-O-R-M, like dorm, <clears throat> a little extended. It's at the top of its trading band. The chart pattern still looks great, but I would be hesitant to buy it here because of uh, it, it's had such a good run. I would wait for a pullback and look use that as an opportunity to uh, to get back in. But you know that brings up an interesting point that uh, Dorfman used that disclaimer to tell his readers that he does maintain a position in some of these stocks. I, we do have clients that own Ford. We've had lots of clients asking about General Motors, uh, but we want to make crystal clear to everybody listening to the podcast that these are not recommendations from Maluli Asset Management. What we are doing with this podcast is we're taking the recommendations from a money manager, John Dorfman, who has a column that's published on a weekly basis on Bloomberg.com, and it's republished in many local papers across the United States, including our local paper here in New Jersey, the Asbury Park Press. And this was a column 
that showed up in the Asbury Park Press on uh, Sunday, December 5th, 2010. And so we always, always, always caution our clients to make sure that they consult with their advisor before making a decision about buying or selling. Now, if you don't have an advisor, feel free to contact Maluli Asset Management. You can reach us at 732-223-9000, or you can find us on the web at www.maluli.net. That's M-U-L-L-O-O-L-Y.net. And I think that wraps up another one for us. That should do it. Great. Allison, thanks, and we'll talk to everybody real soon.